Hey fam, and how have you been? I hope you've been well. I hope you've been well. I, my daughters have been on school holidays, so they have just finished two weeks break. And I did record a podcast during that break, but there were some issues with the recording and then I went off to this camp meeting and I had zero, and I mean zero, phone reception. There was no Wi-Fi, for those who do know. North New South Wales camp, that's the only thing I will give like a one-star rating is um the lack of reception there. But look, you know what? By the end of like the seven days, I was like, God, I actually appreciated not having internet signal for and reception, phone reception for multiple reasons, but um, it didn't help when I had a uni exam and a TAFE assessment due that week. But that's okay. We managed to, we had to drive to the closest town um, and get Wi-Fi at a library. And then the other time I was able to just hotspot and get the assessment submitted but anyway so that's that's done um and then yeah I just I couldn't I didn't get another chance to record but here I am I you know what until like today there wasn't really too much that I was that I had to say apart from big camp was fabulous so for all my U.S. peeps, like 56% of my peeps, um, camp meeting, I don't know what you guys would call it. Maybe you guys call it the same thing. But it's basically, so it's 10 days, I think, that it goes for, maybe just short of 10 days, um, where our state, or at least the northern part of our state, organize this massive, massive event. I don't know how many Adventists go, but it's a huge event. And they have tents that are allocated to specific age groups. So you have like kindergarten, lower primary, primary, upper primary. These are all terms that would be so weird to you of how we, how we break up our kids in terms of like their education and then you have like the high school tent which is 13 to 17 then you have an 18 plus tent then you have a connections tent which i think is for like whatever adults i suppose young adults then you have the big tent which is i would say it's more like it's probably supposed to cater for like old people but it it's probably more about your preference of church, so I'm because I ain't gonna use those words. So it's probably for the people that like your more typical stock standard church service. So you'll get young people, you'll get old people, okay. And then at the other tents, you'll get young people and old people. You'll get people that are eighteen plus by like forty years. At the 18 plus uh, tent. So it's it, it all mixed. But I guess they definitely cater a lot more and speak into that age demographic 
Anyway, so they did that 10 days. It was epic. I found myself supervising my children because it was like the first time they go to camp and they're just at an age where they want to do their own thing kind of thing. And I'm just like, no, nope. <laughs> we we're going we're gonna to work on this. Like, we'll, we'll try and find a balance where you can do your own thing, but I still know that you're safe because it's so big. It's so big. There's so many people. Like, I don't know how many times I lost my girls and I was just like, oh, God, please be with them. Um, so that was interesting experience for me. But anyway, really good. I found myself in the high school tent because my daughters were there. Both of them chose to be there, even though Naomi is younger. But she just, that was her preference um, to go to that tent. And the speaker there was, I'm going to have, I'm so going to have to learn Boris's last name. But anyway, Boris let out for the evening devotionals. And then there was a new pastor who I've never heard of. Um, sorry, don't know your name either, but uh, it was Pastor Dada. I'm assuming there's not that many Dadas in Australia in ministry at the moment. So I, I'm going to assume that those who do know who Dada is, they probably know his last name, unlike me. Um, absolutely just spirit-filled messages. Oh, it was, I tell you. It was just such an awesome experience. Okay, enough about that. I do highly recommend, highly recommend, if you're able to go to North New South Wales camp meeting, it's worth it. It's 100% worth it. Even if it rains, started raining the last few days. Um, but yeah, definitely worth it. All right, so I we attended that. In amongst all of that, this is where the... <laughs> This is where I'm taking the podcast. There was um, an absolute like I'm not gonna, I'm not going to use those words. Okay, um, a guy that I really respect on many levels as a Christian, as a missionary, as just a person in general. I haven't had massive opportunities to really know him, like personally, personally. But if you get what I mean, like I know enough from him online and have interacted with him enough to say, you know, this I really appreciate this guy. So that's Justin Koo. So he was running a three-day free training seminar for digital missionaries, digital evangelism, digital outreach, whatever flavor you prefer, take that one. Anyway, I was like, yes, like this is going to be so good because I'm like, I have YouTubed so much of Justin's content. It's like Jasper, like between Jasper and Justin, I, there is no YouTube video that I have not watched from them. So yeah, I've, yeah, I've been following them, learning from them. They're both like my secret mentors. Um, I'm just putting it out there now, I guess. Um, anyway, so he's running this program. I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Typical me who doesn't pay attention to any details whatsoever. I sign up. I'm like, yes, I can't wait. Don't realize 
it starts the day that I get to this camp meeting where there is no phone signal. I miss the whole three days. Was it on the day? No, it must have been... Must have started... Anyway, I don't know. I don't know when it started. All I know is I was not there. I did not attend any of the training sessions. I'm devastated. I remember there's parts in the camp ground where I would walk around. <clears throat> my phone's always on silent. Hardly ever check my notifications. When I'm doing stuff, I'm not on my phone. If I'm chilling, you'll find me on my phone. But generally, like... I don't really, I'm not very good with my phone. Okay, so, randomly, I took my phone off silent because there was no way, so my husband didn't go. So Stevie stayed and worked. That was his preference. He could have come, but he chose not to because it's not, he just doesn't like. Anyway, let's not talk about, (laughs) let's not talk about how introverted my husband is. Anyway, so I was like, I took it off silent just so if there were any messages from Stevie or my mom or that's literally the two people that you know I'm very attentive to making sure that they know that I'm alive and there was like random patches where I would walk and you'd hear like the notification sounds so I'd stop as soon as I heard the notifications and I'd listen like read whatever came through and I would open the messages and I could if it was, I don't have like messenger notifications. I don't know how when I set up Instagram, I put notifications somehow on that thing. Again, don't pay attention to details, get myself in a lot of trouble. Anyway, Instagram notifications come up, WhatsApp came through. So I tried to reply to WhatsApp because that's usually my family and I can't, the signal is not strong enough. The reception is super weak. Somehow I can receive, but I cannot reply. I'm like, this is absolutely useless. Anyway, when I'd hit those spots, I'd try to jump onto Facebook to see if I could, like, even just, like, hear a second of what was being taught at the training sessions. Nothing. I'm like, ah. Then at one point, I'm like, you know what? We're just going to go into, like, a little town, and I'm going to watch these seminars in the town and then I knew my girls were going to be like no like we are not going to be sitting here for an hour and a half waiting for you (laughs) so I'm like okay no no can do get back on the Sunday I'm exhausted just because camp is super draining I think in terms of like I didn't socialize a lot um, which is really interesting because last time I went to camp, it was way more socializing, but that was just because the dynamics were very different. But anyway, this time my sole focus was to go there for the girls. Um, so I just literally roamed around hoping to bump into my daughters to make sure that they're safe. Didn't walk with anyone, didn't really know too many people. There were some people from my local church, whatever. So I was a loner, honestly, I was a loner most of the most of the camp, and I was very content with that. Um, I had some friends who were like, oh, come and have dinner at our place, and I'm like, look, by the time we finish a meeting, like, we were just rushing everywhere. It was just madness. I'm like, we already had dinner because we wanted to make sure that we could make it to the afternoon meeting, to the evening meeting, to the morning meeting, whatever it was. It was just nonstop. Anyway, I was exhausted. 
come Sunday, I'm like, I just want to watch Justin. So I start watching and then I realize, oh, guess what? Like, you've got to watch them all because he's going to close the group, remove the videos. Okay. Um, I'm like, okay, fabulous. It's Sunday. We've just come back from camp four hour drive I'm exhausted still trying to recover I watch it until midnight I watch <laughs> I watched all his except for one I went I got halfway through the last one and then I'm like you know what I'll be able to watch it in the morning before it gets taken off I think it was later that day so I'm like okay cool no worries anyway in all of that Justin is offering this program um which is like a mentorship training support to continue on with whatever it is that this ministry, um, that your ministry wants to sort of focus in the digital space. Discounted price, you know, um, he's putting the offer out there just to be there for people, whatever. So I'm like, oh, okay, how much I wish I could. Shout out, shout out for all my ladies and gents. I think sometimes, you know, some men can get into this position as well, but it's more often found in women. The dynamics of the way my marriage has worked and the choices that we have made in terms of me staying home has placed a massive financial burden on my husband because I choose not to work. Oh, well, we chose that I wouldn't work and that he, I would look after the girls, you know, full time and that kind of stuff. So when things like this come up, guess what? I don't feel comfortable being like giving Stevie a pitch on how I'm going to spend this money. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, so just putting it out there. Whatever decisions you guys make in your marriage or in your family, just remember that there is going to come a point where you're going to realize, and Stevie has always been really good. So I'm just going to say that Stevie has always let me spend money however I want. He's never been a husband. I know there's some husbands who are like, give their wives allowances uh, for groceries, allowances for this, allowances for that, um, separate cards. And that's the wife's card. And if she spends it all, you know, then too bad. She doesn't get any more money. Like I know there's different ways that everyone sort of sets up their finances when there is, I guess, you know, one income or a primary income earner, whatever it is. Stevie's like, do whatever you want kind of thing. But there's still moments where, you know, (laughs) I feel like every marriage has a spender and every marriage has like a saver. And I've seen this when both partners work. There's always one that spends more and the other one's just like, really? Did you need that? Like, why do we have to buy that? So I'm definitely the spender. I justify it because it's thrifting and so it's cheap. But anyway, whatevs. Like, my point is, I know that I spend money and then there has been moments for different situations where Stevie's been like, babe, really? Like, was that that necessary? Like, do you really need that? Um, anyway, so deep down inside, I I looked at this program, this training program, and I was like, if I earned income and I actually had my own money, I would totally enroll in this, but I don't. 
and I'm not ready to try and convince Stevie that this is beneficial for me. So I was like, okay, miss that opportunity. Um, and uh, you guys know I'm in a position right now where I'm just, I'm not in a good place. Like I'm not in a good place in terms of like my digital ministries. Um, I think, you know, going on to my fourth, this is going to be my fourth year of podcasting. This is a lot of stuff that one, I carry, two, I think there's stuff around me that affects me, and then three, it's just the plain old devil, like just doing his thing. So at the moment, at, at this point in my digital ministry, to be totally honest and be totally transparent with you, I want to do YouTubing. Um, the podcast always started from a place where I could see the potential of reaching people around the world and God gave me a desire to use my experience of using the words that I hate, going from an extremely conservative, fundamental, extreme Seventh-day Adventist to what I think is more balanced. Um, and in saying that, I will admit there are points where I'm like, okay, I'm probably going way too far on the other end of the spectrum now. So I am constantly like being very intentional about praying to God and making sure that I'm where he wants me rather than I'm just going where I want to. Um, but anyway, in saying all of that, that was what, that was the passion that God gave me and podcasting was the medium for that. As I've done more and more community work and as I'm becoming aware of the power of the internet to do so much good and so much evil, I'm feeling more and more drawn into representing Adventism in the YouTube video space. So I have a YouTube channel, which I, you know, when you like, when you stop doing something and you don't want to like calculate how long it's been since you did whatever it was like the gym, you don't want to calculate, Oh, it's actually been like 12 days since I last went. Like, you know what I mean? You just avoid it and avoid it. That's what I've been doing with my YouTube channel. I'm like, let me not look. Let me not look because at this point, you know, I know it's been probably a year, but, you know, who knows how long it's been. So I just stopped subconsciously <laughs> calculating how long it's been. It's been two years, guys. It's been two years since I uploaded a video and that was literally so, oh, so disappointed with myself. Anyway, I don't check analytics. I don't do anything with any of my ministries. The podcast is probably the only one that I check analytics with. And I have to, uh, I often get to a space where I just can't because in the frame of mind that I find myself right now, it's not good to be checking analytics because it's only going to mess you up even more. But hadn't checked that channel, hadn't looked at my videos. I don't like watching my videos. I literally watch them once when after I've edited just to make sure that it's uploaded properly and then I don't touch the thing. Like I <laughs> do not want to see myself. Anyway, I jumped back. Some videos have like 1,500 views. Like 
does a thousand five hundred views um most of them are around you know like 500 700 900 views and i'm just like wow god like i did not know about that okay so anyway felt a little convicted felt a little bad but at the same time i'm like god like this is this is where i want to this is where i want to invest my time but honestly i'm at a place right now where given my circumstances we're in a caravan um, I have to record my podcast in the car because I don't have a proper place where I can just be in silence in privacy and record. Like, I'm just like, there were so many things. I'm like, this YouTube thing ain't never going to happen. Anyway, TikTok, I'm on TikTok as well. Um, at the moment, the way I'm working my ministries is I'm focusing most on my personal Instagram page not the podcast page, my personal Instagram page, which is, if you're interested, um, underscore Catalina, C-A-T-A-L-I-N-A, underscore Noemi, N-O-E-M-I, Noemi, underscore. That's my personal one. And what I've been doing there is I'm basically writing... I've had so many people tell me to write a book. So I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to go and like work on the skills that people keep saying for me to do. All right. So anyway, people keep telling me to write a book. So I've been writing posts there, but they're the scripts for my TikTok accounts. So you will, once I get into this momentum, you will find that whatever I script Whatever I write on my Instagram will now be on my TikTok. I've changed my TikTok name. It was originally Living With Jay, which was Living With Jesus, where now it's going to be just my page. And it's going to be the exact same content that you find on Instagram. And then I will put that onto Reels. So that was my plan months ago. And that's what I've been slowly doing, just building up, writing my scripts so that one day when I get time, I'll make the videos to go with those scripts. Plus, honestly, I'm finding it really hard to write, to do my videos. Okay, we're totally going off topic. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just vomiting everything that's been going on in my head these last few weeks. Okay, so guys, as much as I love you and I'm so thankful for everything that the podcast has blessed me with such a great community it has helped to build so many skills in me it has helped me to just not be insecure about so many things even though I'm honestly so insecure about so many things like honestly you guys have you have you have no idea where I was at when I started the, this podcast like I wish I could tell you like the darkness of where I was when this podcast started and how showing up for you guys every week literally saved my soul and saved my life. Like, I wish, I wish I could tell you with all transparency, like, just how much this podcast has meant to me and, like, you guys listening week in, week out. But... I'm at a place where I just want to dive real deep into YouTube and although the podcast I've I've got it so it's so sustainable like I record at the moment on an upside down iPhone 10 
it's hanging off my sun visor in my husband's car today. You get to hang out in the work truck. Um, but just always like having that in the back of my mind that I have to do the podcast and the podcast is probably the most time consuming because it is, you know, 30 minutes trying to find, you know, it's, what's the time? That time is wrong. So it's, it's 9 p.m. And this is it. This is literally the one time I could find to just sit in a car when there's no noise and it's not sunny so that I'm not dehydrating and about to collapse once I finish recording. It does like all that in my head like week after week after week for the last four years like it 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 takes its toll especially when I want to do YouTube like that's where I really want to go now and I have TikTok and I have you know and well I'm not even being able to do my TikTok because I'm not getting that done and then I'm keeping up with my Instagram trying to stay active on there and very active on my Facebook personal page so anyway it's just a lot um and I'm really at a place right now where I just want to minister to those who have a misunderstanding of Adventism um our message is so beautiful it's so empowering it's just so solid like there's just so much to Adventism that is misunderstood and also I think within our own church, you know, we've done that damage. So anyway, that, that's where I really feel my heart wants to go. To help clarify and correct misunderstandings about Adventism. And that's what I do through my YouTube channel. If any of you want to go check it out, it's called SDA Insider. Um, it's not great. But it's there, and by God's grace, you know, 1,500 people have viewed one video. So it's amazing. Like, I was just like, God, I, the, your willingness to use, like, mere mortals to do heavenly work. Like, I'm just, I was just in shock. Anyway, okay, moving on. But in saying all of that, in amongst all of this, now, online validation It can mess with your head, but at the same time, like, anyone knows. Okay, let's take it off online. If you run a small group and you get 20 people show up, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome, okay? We'd all agree to that. That's pretty cool. But if, if, (laughs) I don't know, let me, if Rachel down the road, it's getting a hundred people at her, at her Bible study. You cannot tell me you're not going to feel a certain type of way because Rachel gets a hundred and you get 20, even though 20 was so good, so good. Yeah. You go to church and you're a pastor and you know, you have 60 people at your church. Yeah, that's so fabulous. That's so awesome, you know, and they're like active and they're like the perfect church members. But, you know, pastor down the road has a thousand people at his church. You cannot tell me that doesn't mess with your head. Whether it should or it shouldn't, that's not my point. 
it's going to mess with your head. It's going to make you feel some type of way. You're going to be going and praying to God and saying whatever it is that you say. Okay. So online validation for me has the same impact and I've had to really work with God. Um, and I've had some really good supportive people, specifically, specifically Luke Ferrigia from the Oz Table Talk podcast. I'm just going to give a shout out to the podcast because that's what I do. <laughs> um, he really helped me in a, to understand this idea of like, it's still 20 people. Like it's still 20 people. Um, and that's awesome. That's awesome. Even if Rachel gets 100, your 20 is still awesome. Um, so anyway, so I've wrestled with that. Then, um, my, my deepest desire, and I'm getting very vulnerable right now because initially when I was praying with God before I record, started recording, I was like, no, I'm not going to go there, but I'm going to go there. My deepest desire is to be in full-time ministry. Like that would be my ideal that that would be my dream now what does that look like I don't know I've had someone ask me they're like what does that mean is that bible working I've had I've had I remember having a chat with a lady who's really mentored me and just been an awesome example for a lot of things um I honestly think she was the one that gave me my initial exposure to the beauty of like bible studies and doing group bibles like she just taught me so many things anyway She's never been a full-time minister in any, in any form or done any type of full-time ministry in any way apart from she is just always in ministry. Like, that's, that's, that's what she does. So she, I remember her crying to her one day and I'm like, I just want to be in full-time ministry. Like, I just want to do this, like, all my life. Like, whatever. And she's just like, what does that mean? What is it you want to do? Do you want to be a pastor? I'm like, no. <laughs> I most definitely do not want to be a pastor. Um and I've talked about this previously as well, like there comes a point too where it's fine to work for free for the church. No issues. Like there are people, there are tons of people, millions of people that just minister to minister. They don't need, they don't need a role. They don't need to be put on the payroll. They're just here. They just minister. Okay. I, that's what I've done my whole life like that's what I've literally done for the last 17 years I'm, I have a heavy burden at the moment to support my family in a financial way now call it feminist call it whatever you want to call it I don't care what you want to call it but the reason why I have that is because there comes a point where I've just become really aware of the burden that husbands or wives whatever your, the way your, you know, family and marriage is set up, to carry that financial burden, like, it's a heavy burden to carry. And if, you know, we've had conversations with Stevie and Stevie will joke around and he'll be like, oh, you know, once you start working, I can finally, like, slow down. And it hurts, like, like, and he doesn't say it in a bad way. He doesn't say it like, oh, you know, you, you cost me so much money and I've had to work all these years because he never, never says it in that way. Stevie gets, gets the most fulfillment, honestly, providing for us. And it's, it's, it's just something that I'm always thanking God for. But 
I see that the guy has worked his butt off for years, you know, for years. And our family has never lacked anything. Like, we've always had more than enough. Like, so I'm at a place where, for me, it's like, if I can help contribute. Like, <laughs> I'm doing um some Spanish tutoring. And I get paid pretty good for the three hours. And so I bring it in and I bring because I get paid cash. So I bring it in and I show it to Stevie. And I'm like, I bought this for you, like a little gift, you know, like it's just I'm in that state. Um, anyway, so we put the money in a spot in our caravan. And the other day, Stevie left his wallet in my car and he he had planned like that afternoon he needed to go buy work boots and he needed to go buy some bulbs for his um, headlights because they'd blown one had blown and blah anyway he had a decent list of stuff that he wanted he needed to buy um, and but he'd left his wallet and I think I was at tutoring that day anyway whatever so Stevie I'm like messaging I'm like babe I've got your wallet like like that's totally stuffed up your afternoon and then I'm like oh but there's the money. Well, we put it away. And I'm like, you can use that. Okay, it was like four weeks worth of tutoring. <laughs> the guy spent it all. Um, because everything was expensive. His boots were like $300, his work boots. And then the bulbs were like a hundred and something dollars. Anyway, so he spent, he spent my four weeks worth of work. <laughs> but I was like so excited. I was like so happy that I'm like, wow, like, I, I earned that, oh, it was just amazing, anyway, so that's where I'm at, I'm, like, in a position where I would like to get paid to work, but guess what my ideal work is, is ministry, um, and so there's a lot of things that I've just been wrestling with, things that, to be totally honest with you, like, I've just been angry, like, frustrated, so annoyed, so discouraged, and it's a combination of all these things. It's the online validation. It's um, the fact that I guess, you know, I, you know why I'm doing social work, guys? This is why I'm doing social work. Because it's ministry in a secular form and I can get paid for it. This is literally why I chose social work or why I chose to go back to studying. Was because, you know what, I can get paid for this. <laughs> I can get a job for this. Like, I can apply for this. In our conference, there's just not opportunities for me and for many, let's be honest, women to be paid for ministry. And I don't mean pastoring. I mean ministry, like just ministry. Um, and even, you know, if we're totally honest, it's the same for guys. Like there's not, you're either a Bible worker, which you can barely live off the average Bible worker wage, let alone have a family and live off a Bible worker wage. And then the other end is pastor and you got to go study for four years and it's pastoring. Like not everyone is called to be a pastor. People are called to be ministers and to minister and to ministry, but not everyone has been called to be a church pastor. So anyway, I've had that. And then I've had this other area, this third area, which I've had to really deal with and just be very honest with God and, you know, to be totally honest, I think at times it's it's been very evil of the way I've looked at this specific issue 
that has me where I am right now with my ministries ready to give up everything. Um, so I've, I've worked on with that one with God. Like I'm very aware of the danger of this particular issue and how I need God to just take it away, change it, or make me understand it very differently. So anyway, so back to Justin Koo. So he has this program and I was just like, you know what? I'll be totally honest. This is this a bit honest. I cried while I was watching the first session because of the collection of issues that I'm having with digital ministries. I sat there. One, I was so annoyed that I missed out on it. It was such a great opportunity to just engage with so many other people who are passionate about the same thing. And I can guarantee you 90% of those people don't get paid for what they're doing. Like, I'm just like, to be able to be in that space with other people who just do this because they know it's such a powerful ministry tool. There's so much potential with digital ministries. Like, I just wanted to be in that space. And honestly, I wanted to hear how everyone else gets discouraged and disappointed and frustrated and angry and, you know, whatever. Like, I just wanted to be in a space where I'm like, you know, maybe some of these people feel the way that I feel or maybe get even more disappointed because no one's feeling what I feel. Anyway, I didn't get to engage with people or whatever. So I'm crying watching this first session. Then at one point I stopped. I stopped the video. I'm like, you know what? I've had it. Like, no. Why am I going to stay up till midnight? Because the sessions are an hour and a half. By the time the girls went to bed, I started really late. I'm like, no. Like, what's the point? I know I'm ready to give up on all of this. I'm done. Like, no. I'm crying. I'm bawling. And then I'm getting into an argument with God. Then I'm arguing with God. I'm like, what's the point? Like, why am I going to invest even more hours into this thing when you already know I've invested so many hours of my life into this for what? To just, you know, be there, you know, whatever. And I was, oh, I was in such, but that's because it's just a build up. Like, it's a build up, guys. It's a build up. And that's why I was just. So then I'm like, I sat there. I'm literally sitting. Justin is paused because I'm like, I don't want to hear this man. I don't want to hear nothing. And I just sat there and I just, I just stopped. I just stopped with my whinging. I stopped with my complaining. And it was like in just stopping from going on and on and on that God was like, can you just put in the work and be okay with putting in the work? Like, stuff the online validation, stuff getting paid, and then stuff this third issue, which I'm not going to tell you because I feel too vulnerable to share that one. Stuff that third issue. Can you just put in the work? And I was like, really, God? Like, have I not put in the work? Like, <laughs> like how much more do we need like how much more like it was just like I was just oh. anyway you know when like your dad and mom would be like going off at you and as much as you wanted to talk back you just were like 
I'm not going to say a thing. Like, I'm just going to stay quiet. Like, that's exactly what I was. I was like, I'm just going to stay quiet. I don't even feel like arguing with God because I'm so determined in my mind, like, how right I am. So then I was like, I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me watch this sessions just in case I actually decide to continue with everything. Um, still don't feel like I'm going to drop the podcast, so just letting you know. But I was like, you know what? I'm probably going to learn things that are going to help me in the other ministries, which is the TikTok, Instagram, and all that kind of stuff. So in my head, I'm like, if I change my mind, if I start feeling better, <laughs> I'm like, I probably will get annoyed that I missed on out on learning the stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to watch it. And I'm like, stuff that I'm not even going to do because there was like tasks that we had, homework, um, to put the skills that we had learned kind of into practice and really reflective questions about like, you know, what, what is holding us back from really doing this 100% or whatever. I'm like, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm not going to participate. I'm not going to engage. I'm just going to listen for the information, put it in the back of my mind. And if it gets used, if it becomes necessary, if it's of any purpose, it is. And if it's not, I really don't care. I'm watching through it and I'm like, oh, this is so good. Such good information. Learned so much. I'm like, no, actually, you know what? Let me let me do this homework because I'll probably remember it <laughs> if I actually do something. So I did. And then finished that. Fabulous. It was so good. Um, kind of frustrated that obviously I don't earn money and I didn't want to have to have the pitch this idea to Stevie plus we have some goals at the moment so yeah paying for the, the sessions really wasn't going to fit in with the goals that we're making now in amongst all of that other stuff happened I got even more angry so whatever then I had a prayer session with God and I will tell you honestly so Monday morning, so today's Tuesday, Sunday, Monday morning, I finished watching the last bit of the last session, and I cannot tell you, like, okay, I will tell you, things got so dark for me on Monday, so dark, dark on a personal level, dark on a family level, dark on so, so many levels, to the point where, look, honestly, at one point I said to myself, it'd just be easier if I just died. Like, it got that bad. I do not know why. I don't understand why. Kind of scary. I was just... I, I cried myself to sleep Monday night. I was just a mess. And I, I've tried to reflect on it. And even when I just realized that everything seems so overwhelming on... Monday that I was like okay maybe it's because I really needed to get to bed early like staying up till midnight probably wasn't a good thing um we had to move caravan locations so we and it was it was a bad move um oh don't know it was a good move took ages to pack everything up you know we've been three months in one caravan park and now we've had to move to another one so just moving everything like packing up stuff that we have in our van which is not like 
just a camp chair and some tables because we're living so there's extra stuff that we have to pack chloe has her cello we have a piano like it's almost a full-size electric it's not a piano a keyboard um like we have so much stuff i bet she's all laughed when (laughs) you're all picturing us trying to load a, a piano it's a keyboard we have so much stuff like i'm in stevie's car right now he has left stuff in here in his car like he has um dumbbells in the floor of his front seat because he doesn't want to have to put it out in the annex because it just gets in the way and so he's just going to leave him here like that's literally how we're living the back seat of his truck of his ute he has full of tools because they don't fit in the back tray and that he doesn't want to put them out in the annex so his back seat is like his work shed like it's just we're just living craziness anyway then we had issues because we have a leak in our caravan so we have to put a tarp over the whole caravan it looks terrible anyway anyway but we have to we got a bigger one so that it covers the whole caravan because at some point the windows were leaking and when it rains really hard you got to close all the windows and we're one of those adventists that love our like windows open in winter and summer we prefer to be really cold um so with a smaller tarp you had to close all the windows as soon as it started raining and then over here it rains all the time so you're constantly having windows closed you're sleeping with windows closed like we just couldn't so we just had to buy a bigger tarp anyway it was a windy day we're trying to pull the tarp we had so many issues with the tarp the tarp literally took us almost two hours just to put it up and it wasn't like an enjoyable peaceful two hours so anyway so in my head, when, once I realized there was so much darkness going on, like it was so, so bad, that I was like, maybe it's just the move, didn't get to sleep early, the girls were kind of fighting most of the day, then Stevie was getting frustrated because the top kept flying away, then it got hooked on a piece of metal on the roof that was like lifted up, so then we got a hole in this brand new top, which was super expensive, anyway, it was just whatever so I'm trying to work out like why I'm a mess Friday night and then at some point yeah I'm literally like the only way that everything could just feel good right now is if I just didn't exist anyway praise God glory to Jesus I'm in a better place Tuesday next day but I woke up this morning and I was like okay that was really bad that was really bad like I don't know what happened it seemed very supernaturally dark like it's just not oh you know that's so annoying the top didn't oh that's so annoying we had to move so much stuff oh that's like it wasn't just isolating the things and now oh it was just they all compounded and that's why I was such a like it wasn't that there was something crazy going on yesterday anyway Woke up this morning, much better place. It was as if nothing had happened. Like, I think God just took all that darkness away. How? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I I realize and I am very aware and acknowledge that that was a messed up. Woke up this morning. The girls go to school. Will I go and do my stuff? Kind of really relaxed, whatever. I did a specific prayer at the end of Justin's presentation and it was very much it was a healthy prayer because I had prayed all right I'll 
keep doing the work, but I'm going to do it at my pace. I'm not going to put this pressure on myself. I have to get, you know, a video out a week and I have to do a TikTok a fortnight. I'm like, you know what, God, like I know how important it is on the online space to be consistent for growth. I get that, but I'm not ready to carry that right now, that pressure, because I'm not in a good place with whatever. My main thing is, is I just don't know if God really wants me this. You know what I mean? I have done so many things. Uh, I've done so many things and I'm so impulsive like Peter that I'm like, God, I've done so many things for ministry I just don't know if this is what you want. It's one thing to be good at something and it's another thing that it's what God wants for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, just because you're tall doesn't mean you're going to be great at basketball. But we make that assumption. You know what I mean? Um, Just because you have a physique to be really athletic doesn't mean you're actually going to be good at it. You know what I mean? That's, That's exactly how I feel. I'm like, just because you've given me skills... Just because I have zero filter when it comes to, I've never done TikTok again, ever. But let me do a TikTok. Let me start a TikTok account. Like I just, I go into everything so impulsively that often I don't allow God to really guide me and to be like, Catalina, I would like you to start a TikTok account. And that's massive. That's so different. There's a massive difference. So that's my biggest thing. I'm like, God, do you really want me in this space? Or are you just willing to bless anything that anyone is willing to try, even if it's not actually what you want them to do? So I prayed a very specific prayer after watching the last bit of Justin's presentation on Monday morning. And with that also came, there was a side of me, which is that third issue, which is that, you know, it's not 100% evil, but I'd say it's like 70% just evil in my own heart like super selfish pride vain all those kind of stuff so 70% of that is legitimately God needs to take that away and then 30% is like God really like it's pretty legit like it's pretty reasonable um so I prayed something very specific about that area had my dark Monday wake up Tuesday do the school thing school run had to go and see a house. Um, crazy drive. Anyway. I think it was just before. It was. It was. So just before we left. We were about to do family worship. I checked my phone. And there's a random message request. And it gave me. So I thought it was a messenger. Anyway. I'm trying to work out. No, I must have gone on Facebook. I must have gone on Facebook and one of my notifications was message request. So I went in, had a look at it. I read it and I just like, I'm holding my phone. The girls are in the caravan. They can see me, but I'm just holding my phone. I'm standing kind of half sitting on the bed, but really standing, kind of just leaning my butt on the bed really. And I just put my head down, close my eyes, I cover like my forehead with my hand, my free hand while I'm holding onto the phone and I just start praying about the message that I just received. Naomi sees me, this is going to be such a long episode, Naomi sees me 
and she just slowly comes up next to me and she puts her hand on my shoulder which she she will do like when I get upset or when I'm crying or you know you could just sense she was like what just happened what's going on she puts her hand on it and I look at her and I'm like it's okay baby and she's like what happened and then I tell her because we'd had this conversation we've had a conversation previously anyway whatever um I said to her I've just been sponsored to do Justin's program and she knew exactly what that meant like she knew (laughs) she knew what that meant she was like what and then she Chloe's like because Chloe wasn't paying attention Chloe had no idea that I was praying or whatever that my body language was what it was and then she looks at um Naomi looks at Chloe and she's like mom's gonna do Justin's program and then he's like what and I just told him I'm like I've just been offered um by someone to to do the program and that they're gonna pay for me I wish you understood like how significant that was to the point where I was just like God I cannot tell you how much this means like it was oh yeah it was so so powerful to have that but at the same time I'm like God you know that if it hadn't have happened that way I was still willing to show up and do the work like you asked me. But there just came this like divine. It was like a divine validation, you know, like it was just like, okay, God has allowed this. It's not me. It's not because I'm willing to do TikTok and because I'm willing to do Instagram and I'm willing to do Facebook and, you know, um, daily devotional videos and because I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing. Like, this was so specific to like God saying, I know you're willing, but I'd like you to go this way and I'd like you to go this direction. And for me, because I've always, like, I always tell people, like, when they're Christian, I'm like, I'm an entrepreneur for the gospel. I'll do everything and suck at it. But as long as I can find, where God wants me through that process, I'll continue to do it. I have no shame. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not gonna. I'm not a perfectionist. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm never gonna do this because I'm gonna do a terrible job. No, I'm like, God, I'll do it for you. But then to finally have like a sense of direction from God was just like just what I needed. To be like, okay, cool. God knows I'm willing, but God actually wants me to go this way. Yeah, someone can be tall, but you know what? They actually have really good hand skills, really good eye coordination. Like, now I feel like, you know, I've been scouted. Like, someone actually wants me on their team. And not that I didn't feel like I wasn't part of the team, but what I'm saying, I'm like, someone has like officially said, yes, this is, this is where your gift is. This is where your talent is, or this is where you, where I want you. You know what I mean? Like now I clearly feel like God's like, Catalina, this is where I want you. 
and that makes makes this whole process so much more peaceful because now I'm like this was from God this was this was God saying please continue with the digital ministries now whether that ends up being TikTok or YouTube or podcasting I don't know I'm still still spreading myself thin um but that's fine like honestly it's my time management I have poor time management I'm a procrastinator so you know I'm I'm always leaving things till last minute so I know that that's something that God wants to change in me and if I allow him to do that then I know I can manage everything without the stress I can manage anything as it is God God made me that way I can do all these ministries be active in my church be super involved in my community be with my kids be with my husband do my uni do my TAFE do my work like I trust me I know I can do it but when it comes to this it's just so helpful to know that yes God wants me to be in this space um and I just really want to thank people who listen to the Holy Spirit like this particular person didn't have to sponsor me the the way he was guided into offering me the sponsorship like people didn't have to do that to help this person make that decision do you know what I mean like it was such a collaboration of people being used by God, people that were listening to the Holy Spirit to literally answer a prayer that I had made. Um, oh, I'm just amazed at how God works. And, and I'm also like at the same time, I'm like, man, the opportunities we may miss because we don't listen to the Holy Spirit. Like we don't, yeah, we don't. Yeah, we just we just block him out. Or we just don't know him well enough. While I was on Justin's thing, so I'm like, I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to do the homework. And then I'm like, Kalina, why? Why don't you want to do the homework? Like, just do it. I'm like, okay, let me do it. I, didn't, I wasn't going to engage with other people. And then I'm like, no, you know what? Let me engage with people. Let me just be who I am without, you know, this bitter, bitter resentment that I'm carrying around. Um... Let me just be Catalina. Let me engage. Let me, you know, reply to people's comments. Let me be thankful. Um, let me reply to other people's comments. Like, let me just be me. I don't know if I hadn't have done that, if I hadn't have pushed myself beyond that point. I don't know how it would have worked out. Only God knows, you know. Maybe God would have been like, all right, Catalina, like, maybe no. Maybe not this time. But God did, like, it worked out, it worked for me this time. And not that I did it, again, not that I did it, not that I controlled it, but I think pushing myself to still be me, even though I'm kind of annoyed, I'm kind of pissed off, honestly. Um, maybe that was God, like, saying, okay, thank you, Catalina. Like, I appreciate that you were willing to be Christ-like, to still show the goodness of God even though you are pissed off um yeah I found it so yeah anyway so that's my experience so now I get to do this this program um with Justin 
and I am just so thankful. So today I was like, I was at a point where I'm like, I just kept thanking God like throughout the day because I just kept remembering it. And then I'm like, God, but I, there's no prayer that I can say to express the gratitude. Um, and even with, you know, the person that's sponsoring me, like, I don't think, like, he knows how significant this was. Um, the person that specifically recommended me, I don't think he knows just how important this was like I was thinking of what to call this um episode and lifeline like that's all I could think of like the lifeline that this opportunity has been for my ministry and you know to a certain degree I think for my personal walk because I know my passion is in this digital space like I just I see the power of it so to go against it simply because of those three issues that I have, um, I know I won't be at peace with that. I know I won't peace. I, I know when I go to sleep at night, you know, I'll think about it. And I think about the podcast and, and all of you that listen. I think of you all the time. I pray for you guys. I'm constantly like, what can I share with you guys? So I, I miss, like, I know I'm going to miss that. And, and I know, you know, with the people on YouTube, like all the people that write comments, all the trolls, like the people, you know, through YouTube. And I'm going to tell you one thing. Okay. Let me, let me tell you this. When I went to the G digital discipleship conference, the first one that I went to, it was on the Gold Coast. I'm terrible with dates. I can't even tell you the day that, I, like the year I got married. So whatever year that was. I, when it when it was held at the Gold Coast, Justin Koo was there. Listen to that guy, and I'm like, I'm gonna start YouTube. Like, and I literally that was the motivator for me to start YouTube. Justin Koo was the same one that was the motivator to help me start my podcast. So this is how much like this guy means to me. Um. So anyway, so I decided I was gonna start YouTube after that conference but I knew my video like I didn't have a proper video camera and Justin's one person who will say don't worry about your gear Jasper's the same don't worry about your gear just do what you can with what you have never allow your gear or your skills to stop you um but anyway I was like oh I was super intimidated um but anyway I will honestly tell you at the end of that conference, apart from feeling like I was extremely unskilled and I felt like the most, like the worst person to go into any type of digital ministry, I felt like I was like such, such a loser for even having a podcast, for even thinking I could do YouTube. Like I just felt like I'm like, who am I kidding? That's what I felt overwhelmingly but there was at one point at the end of one of Justin's sessions where I really thought about this YouTube thing and I actually got sick I felt sick in the stomach because God was like Catalina like your life is going to change with YouTube you have no idea 
and that sense of like overwhelming fear of what was going to happen through this YouTube space has continued to hold me back. Now, I don't know if I don't know what that I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know um I don't know what that looks like. All I know is God was like your life is going to change through YouTube and you need to get ready for it. There's another person that does crazy stuff online which um oh, I feel terrible now. I don't know what his last name is. Samuel. Um Leslie Samuel there um he does crazy stuff online and he said that he's had the same thing probably like two years later maybe because I have him on um my Facebook two years after I've had him on Facebook he said he literally had the same experience where God told him like things were going to blow up like the opportunities that were going to present themselves the stuff that he was going to be doing was going to be like massive and he had to get ready for it. And literally it has worked out that way. Now, I'm not saying this is manifestation or none of that stuff, but it was very clear. God was literally like, Catalina, your life will be completely different once you start YouTube. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I honestly don't know. That wasn't like something that was made very clear, but I did know that my life was going to be very different with YouTube and I've kind of dragged my feet because I don't know what that means and I don't know how to prepare for that I don't know how to handle that and I don't know what that's that's gonna look like <clears throat> I will say through YouTube I have gained so many skills um yeah I, I've, I've learned so much I've learned so much and it has been really good Engaging with all the negative comments on my videos, that's a piece of cake. Like, <laughs> nothing. Um, I've been told I'm going to go burn in hell. I've been told that I'm a false prophet. I've been, like, so many things have been written on my comments. Like, if you don't even want to watch the videos, just read the comments section. Like, you'll be entertained by that. <laughs> um, but that's nothing. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that means. I'm kind of not keen to find out either, but whatever. I want to reach people through YouTube. And for me personally, although I can do it through a podcast that still looks at that same audience, people that have misunderstandings about Adventism, there is an element when you can see the person that just, it's much more relational Back to Oz Table Talk. <laughs> so, um, Oz Table Talk, they do a podcast. Now they've gone into like video as well for their podcast. So, it's just them at the table. They're recording the podcast with cameras on them. So, you get to see them. So, they've been doing a set, uh, like a series with Dr. Denzi, which um, he has been on my podcast as well. I think I've had him three times. Um, I was, yeah, pretty privileged um, to be able to have him. Uh, when we lived close by and I was listening to the podcast just because I started listening I don't know why but I started listening to it. I think it was just because I went straight to the podcast it was easier than trying to scroll through Facebook and find the link for the YouTube video anyway 
I started listening to them and then like 10 minutes in, I'm like, no, I need to see these guys. Like I just wanted to see their faces and that, and I know them, like I know every one of the guys at the table personally, we've hung out, we've had dinner together, we've gone to parties together, we've played soccer or football together, whatever you want to call it. I know those guys personally but I needed to see their faces. Like I just was like, no, like I haven't seen them in so long. Like I really want to see their faces. So I put the YouTube video on because I wanted to see their face. I'm like, if that's the difference that it made for me and I already know them, you can't tell me that seeing the face to someone I don't know isn't going to help with the way that we connect and interact online. So I really want to do YouTube for my my target audience but I'll probably extract the audio and then run a podcast for those who do prefer to just listen to it rather than you know having to watch whatever so I will probably end up having a podcast that will be the exact same as the videos but yeah I'll primarily be focusing on the video and then extracting from there so that's my two that's my target audience for YouTube and then with my TikTok and Instagram Dr. Denzi does biblical psychology. So now that I'm studying to get a diploma of counseling, I'm going to do biblical counseling. That's the niche that I want to focus for my personal Instagram and for my TikTok. Biblical counseling. But I'm, I'm yeah, it won't be like super biblical or Christian. I'm going to slowly introduce that. Um, and it's not going to always be like really obvious. Um, but yeah, anyway. So that's where I'm at right now, guys. Kind of exciting, finally, to have peace about this whole thing. That's probably been dragging out for like two months. Where I've just been telling God, like, I'm done. Like, see ya, deuces. But, you know, God is good all the time. And I'm thankful that now I can continue with all of this, but just with a much greater direction and much more clarity yep all right then well it's been a while since we have an hour-long podcast so sorry if you're not used to it if you go back far enough that's how it used to be every week um and then I decided to run a poll because I'm like maybe some people prefer short format maybe they get sick of me going on and on for an hour so I ran a poll and to see what format, if you guys wanted shorter or longer. And I think like six people <laughs> answered the poll. <laughs> I think six people answered the poll. And I think it was like four people said they wanted longer format. So like by one vote, uh, they wanted shorter format. So by one vote, we literally went to half hour episodes. But anyway, I, I did have a lot to tell you guys. So hopefully you guys made it all the way through to the happy ending. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Um, okay, let me not continue. Until next week, my prayer, my hope, and my desire is that you stay warm in God's love, that you stay cool for Jesus' name, and may you stay on fire with the Holy Spirit as he continues to guide you, as he continues to convict you in like different ways about different things, but may it ultimately always end with a happy ending. Not that it'll always be the happy ending we wanted, but I got to a point where I was like, I'm happy to continue even if I don't get, you know, the answer that I feel I really need. Um, and I think that's the happy ending.
coming to a place where you're willing to just do God's will, regardless of you getting the outcomes that you really want or that you think that you need. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. I will see you next time. We'll chat more next time. I can't guarantee it'll work out next week, but we'll work on it. We'll work on it. I, I want to get back into weekly um, uploads and not like fortnightly or randomly. Okay. Um, okay. Bye. Ciao.